Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the channel today. Town Nation podcast episode number 24 if I'm not mistaken, the first podcast of the year as well. It's fantastic to be back and as always, firstly I've got my two co-hosts, the first one we've had here for a long time. He's the man, the myth, the legend, the goat, Tyler Keller. How are you doing today? Oh man, I am doing fantastic and I finally got my voice back after almost a month. Hooray! Finally! (laughs) Oh, it's been a long month, hasn't it? Yes. (laughs) And secondly, we've got, again, a person that you see on the channel quite a lot and you're going to see even more, trust me. And we're actually recording on his birthday today, so everyone wish him a happy birthday as well. It's Mr. Luke Patterson. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good as it is my birthday, just 10.17 today. Mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Imagine how I we can't feel. wait to do this. You know, I'm 19, Tyler's what, 22? I hope that's right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. Imagine how we feel, but it's great to yeah. be back today. We're going to talk about AEW, All Elite Wrestling, NXT TakeOver, UK Blackpool, as that's coming up this Saturday, and we'll probably record on Sunday, so we'll review the show then. But first, I'm just going to hand the reins over to Tyler, as there's um, quite a lot, to be honest, been going on in the, the college football and everything, so take it away on the sports section. All right. So it's fitting that we're doing this on a Tuesday, the day after the national championship game. Um, honestly, I'm not surprised when I see Alabama and Clemson facing each other. Uh, I think it's been four out of the last five years they have faced each other in the national championship game now. Something like that. But um, I was expecting a way closer game. Um, for anybody that did not watch it, everyone knows, at least in the United States, that Alabama is always one of the best teams, probably the best teams. Um, this was Nick Saban's, which is Alabama's head coach. This was Nick Saban's best Alabama team I ever seen, and they got their ass kicked. Um... I loved every second of it, I'm not going to lie, because I love seeing Alabama lose, because we don't see it often nowadays, uh, but I'm so shocked with the, because it was 44-16, to 16. Um, never would have I thought it would be that score, um, but away from that, the NFL... You know, a lot of coaches got fired, and now coaches are getting hired, um, which is interesting. Someone that went to a college coach, like uh, for USC, for an offense coordinator, he wasn't even there that long because now he's a uh, head coach in the NFL. Um, one thing I'll talk about that, because people talk about it all the time, where college coaches go from one place to another but players can't all the time without sitting out. I think that's BS. I think if you're a college player, you can, like, be eligible the next year no matter what. If coaches can do it, players can. 
Um, like because they're just student athletes, so why not? Why can't they? Would you say? But sorry to butt in here, but would you ahead. say is it better for them to jump around, or do you think the coaches' rule should change and not let them jump around? Which now, way would you go? They've gotten better with the players here in the last few years, but it's just sometimes they they can't be eligible for you know certain reasons. See, if you're going to have reasons for the players, then the coaches should be the same way. I don't mind. I don't mind them jumping around, but you know, and another extent. If the coaches can, the players should be able to, the student athletes. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we need a new head coach. We got Bruce Arians, which he is. Big thing is, he's really good with quarterbacks. So I, I hope he I hope he gets Jameis on the right track. And I, I feel like we actually got a head coach because – we really have not had a good head coach since John Gruden when we won the damn Super Bowl in 2001. So 15 years, no, wait a minute, 17 years. So I'm so happy for that. And you know what? That's really all for the football news. <laughs> Is it going to be the Buccaneers here? Um... It could be because we've had the players. I just don't think we've had the good coaching. Interesting. Interesting. But thanks for that, Tyler, as always. But we're going to move on to wrestling. And a lot has been going on recently. The AEW rally has literally just finished. And we're going to talk about last. But this Saturday in WWE, the... Hottish new brand, as they like to call it, NXT UK, is holding their first ever takeover. Trust me, I'm proud. And it kills me to say that I could have been going, but tickets sold out before I could get my hands on them. So that kills me. But it's NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool. And the way the way NXT UK have been, I love it. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's it's probably one of my favourite bands with NXT up there. Um, I know Luke's watched it. Have you watched it at all, Tyler? No, I haven't got to. No, but but I do I do want to go back and watch it. Yeah, it's incredible, really. It really shows the UK talent in a big time stage light, and that's exactly what they deserve. But NXT. UK TakeOver Blackpool is happening this Saturday, and as always, we like to renew our preview and predictions. So, the first match we're going to break down is the only non-championship match at NXT TakeOver UK, and that is the big bomber, Dave Mastiff, as he takes on Eddie Dennis in a no-disqualification match. So, again, I haven't watched last week's NXT UK, but I've watched the rest, so from what I know... Um, they were both undefeated at one point. Dave Mastiff thankfully beat Eddie Dennis because, to be honest, I'm not a fan of Eddie Dennis. I think he's very stiff in the ring. He's very slow. I don't mind people being slow. It's the way that you make it look. He looks so animated. He doesn't make it look like flawless or anything. And I think that's the big problem I've got with Eddie Dennis. 
Whereas Dave Mastiff, I've done a cinema with a fucking guy in professional wrestling myself. So, trust me, I know how bloody good that guy can be. Um, but, yeah, the build-up has basically been they were both undefeated. They did verse off on an episode of NXT UK. Dave Mastiff picked up the win, thankfully. Ever since then, Eddie Dennis has been out for revenge using some weapons, and that led to the no disqualification match being announced for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. So, I'm going to go around, I was going to say around the room, but no one's actually sat in my room, so I'm going to go around the party and ask who is going to pick up the win. Let's go with Luke first. Okay. Um... To be honest, I think Dave Mastiff needs to win way more than Eddie Dennis does. And I'm with you, Hayden, on I'm not a big fan of Eddie Dennis. Um, there's no match he's had that I particularly enjoyed, apart from the one he had with Dave Mastiff. But that was because it's Dave Mastiff. I was going to say, I think Dave Mastiff carried him in that match, though. Yeah. Um... I think Eddie Dennis will put up a fight, but I think Dave Mastiff will put up the win. Interesting. And I hope Dave Mastiff absolutely cannonballs the shit out of Eddie Dennis, if you want me to be honest. Now, some people may yep. be saying, um, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? But I am being brutally honest here. When I said I've been in a seminar with Dave Mastiff, I meant it. I did train for a more or less three years on and off and I even took a fucking cannonball myself from him and it was the most amount of fun I've ever had inside a wrestling ring. So, <laughs> I thought I'd tell you that. But Tyler, who do you have? Do you have the bomber Dave Mastiff or do you have Eddie Dennis? Um, who did Luke say? Because it was going in and out for me a little bit. Uh, he said Dave Mastiff is going to pick up the win. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest. I don't, since I haven't watched it, I have no idea what's going on with this. Um, but I think Luke is a smart man. I'm going to go with that pick also. But I'll be watching and I'll finally, because I really haven't had time to watch a lot of stuff, honestly. So. I'm interested to be watching this, though, because I'll be able to actually watch it. Yeah, it's on so, the weekend, so... And, um... I can't wait to see how they, um... use the weapons and all this sorts in this no-DQ match, though. <laughs> it's gonna be very, very interesting indeed, but I do have to go... Dave Mastiff myself, again I agree with Luke, he needs to win much more than Eddie Dennis does, um, I've got to go Dave Mastiff here. So the next match is for the NXT Tag, uh, NXT UK Tag Team Championships, I'm so used to saying NXT Tag Team, and we've got Mustache Mountain which is Tyler B and Trent Seven going up against uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson if I'm not mistaken. Now, the build-up to this, there has basically been an NXT UK Tag Team Championship Tournament, and practically this is the finals of it. Um, Bustache Mountain and Zach Gibson and James Drake have made it to the finals, and it's going down at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. So, 
Who do you have winning this one? Let's go to Luke once again first. Um, I think I've got to go with Mustache Mountain here because they are former NXT Tag Team Champions. And they have more experience as a team than Zach Gibson and James Drake does. It would make more sense for Mustache Mountain to pick up the win here. So I'm going to go with Mustache Mountain. What do you make of the team of James Drake and Zach Gibson? If you want me to be honest, I prefer Zach Gibson more as a solo. Interesting. Why? Much before. Uh, much prefer being a solo guy. Why? Because I think he shines more instead of just being a partner of James Drake. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And you should have heard a mustache mountain, Tyler, so I'm going to ask you as well. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to win because, um, honestly, to establish like a division like that, you need to have two people that know, like, I, not know what they're doing, but like have that tag team that you can trust on for a little bit and then let the others as tag teams like, gain momentum, and then, you know, get people to, you know, you know, see them develop as a tag team. So, I think they're going to win just because of that, honestly. Because it's something that we've seen them as tag team, and they can build up that division little by little, and the division is going to be probably blowing off the charts, just like the regular NXT is. Division. Yeah, I do have to agree with that. So I'm going to go Mustache Mountain, and I also think, you know, if you're going to start a division, you want it with two guys who have made the UK scene into what it is. If it wasn't for Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven, you know, who knows where the UK scene would be. So I think the safer bet is on Mustache Mountain, and I think Triple H knows that as well, and that's why. Mustache Mountain, as we all agree here, are going to become new NXT UK Tag Team Champions now. Up next is for the NXT UK Women's Championship. You've got the current champion, Rhea Ripley, the challenger, Tony Storm. This has been one of my favourite women's build-ups I have seen in years. It's been absolutely brilliant and to be honest my two favorite women in the uk division right now um rio's on another level at the moment tony Storm. if you look at the twitter that's all you need to know and yeah i'm very much looking forward to this one it should be a fantastic match just like the last one but who do you have winning i'm gonna hand it over to tyler first mm. You know, I could not see a new title change this soon, honestly, but I could see it in another's point of view because of what, she, you know, Tony has went through hmm. with uh, the stuff online. So, it would be a fantastic way of, you know, having a new champion like that, but I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, Ray of retaining here against Tony. Interesting prediction. Luke? 
Um, this one could go either way. Yeah. I could see Rio retain it. I could see Tony winning. It'd be very interesting to see how Tony interacts with the crowd. Like, will should be the same as usual, or will this have affected her as deeply as we think it is? At the end of the day, though, as much as you don't want to see it happen, it's only one thing, and you can't let that affect how you are in the wrestling ring, or even in the end. Sure. So I'm hoping, uh, I'm, I'm sure the few days away from social media will have done her some good, mind-wise, mindset-wise. Hopefully she's okay, and before we go on to the predictions, I just want to say, whoever did it, you're a bastard. <laughs> and yep. this should not be happening. It's a very unfortunate situation. Like, I talked to Luke the day that it happened, and I was legitimately shaken for hours because I just could not believe it. Like, it's not only affected Tony, but it's affected her friends, her family, and her fans as well. It shouldn't be happening to anybody. And I think it's just a very unfortunate situation. And I really, really hope that Tony Storm sees the support that she was getting. Like, um, we support Tony trending number one in the US, the UK, and Australia at one point. So I really hope she sees the support that she's been getting because it has been overwhelming to be honest and that is exactly what she deserves but I hope what happened does not spoil how she interacts with people and her wrestling style or even during her entrances interacting with the fans I really hope it doesn't change that up but go on Luke go on to your prediction um well, let me just go ahead and say, like, in the short time Rhea Ripley has held the NXT UK Women's Championship, she's been a fantastic champion. And she's definitely a future star. Um, but I think Tony Storm deserves this. And I think it'll be a feel-good moment if Tony Storm wins the championship. Mm, so I'm going to go with Tony Storm. Interesting. Now, I originally thought Tony Storm was going to win the initial match for the championship, especially because she just won the Mae Young Classic. So, I was quite shocked when Rhea Ripley won, but I do agree she has been an absolutely tremendous champion. Represented the UK Women's Division like, fantastically. But again, I have Tony Storm here. You've got to support your favourites, right? So, I've got <laughs> Tony Storm here. And the last match of the evening, which I think will be match of the night, this is going to be a bloody banner. We've got the Bruiserweight, the UK champion for like 7,000 years, Pete Dunne, as he goes, as he goes up against the Ironman, Joe Coffey from Gallus. Now, if you're not too sure who Gallus is, or if you don't watch NXT UK, Tyler, um, Gallus are Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. Basically, all from Scotland. Scotland? And they are running roughshod through NXT UK at the moment. Joe Coffey challenging to Pete Dunne. 
Oh, I've been looking forward to this one for weeks. The question is, who's going to pick up the win? Can you see a new champion finally crowned in Joe Coffey? Or is the Bruiserweight going to hold on to it until year 8,323? Let's find out what these guys think. Let's go to Luke. I love Joe Coffey. But Pete Dunne is on another level above everyone in NXT UK. And I don't think anyone is quite built up enough to take the title off Pete Dunne yet. Okay, okay. If that's the case, who would you build up and have defeat Pete Dunne? Um, Joe could be a potential one for a rematch when he's even more built up. Uh, Dave Mastiff is a potential one. Um, I've been thinking of maybe Jordan Devlin in a future rematch. It's <sighs> quite a couple. I think Dave Mastiff would be the one I choose. I like you even to more. To be honest. <laughs> but, does that mean you've got Pete Dunn retaining? Yeah. Okay. Tyler? Um, I'm gonna go with the same outcome, but I I know who I know who Joe Coffey is. I, I I've seen matches of him on the you know other promotions and stuff, so I know what he's about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think all they need to do is build him up more and more. Have Pete Dunne face somebody I don't know who because I'm not you know I haven't watched, but but you know you know how. There can be filler matches that we know it's going to be good, but we know Pete Dunne's retaining. Yeah. Or somebody, like a champion. Like, I think that's what's going to happen after this. I think eventually Joe's going to win, or or, or someone else is going to come up and surprise Pete Dunne, and it's going to be one of those, like, big shocking moments in 2019. Mm, very interesting. But Pete Dunne, that man is just on a different level every time I see him and watch him. (laughs) It is pretty crazy, to be honest. Okay, before I go on to my prediction, it's pretty obvious. But before we go on to my prediction, what would your reaction be if Joe Coffey walked away as champion on Saturday? Let's go with Luke. Let's just say my jaw would have dropped about 5,000 feet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will probably be the most shocked I've been in ages. Would that be in a good way or a bad way, though? I think in a good way, because I like Joe Coffee anyway. Okay. So, I wouldn't be mad at it. Okay. I'd be shocked at it, but I wouldn't be mad at it. Pleasantly surprised, then. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Tyler? Um... I'd be surprised as well. I don't think I'd be that much surprised though. Because I could really see Joe winning this, honestly. And and them doing like a you know that that a bam, a big surprise already in two thousand nineteen, early on in the year. I, I don't put it past them there's I know it's still NXT UK but it's still part of WWE, so I'm not, because they like to surprise us a lot with some stuff, and I really think this could be one thing. Now, I would be very surprised, because Pete Dunne is, 
He's so red hot. Like I, I don't, I could, I could not, I could not see him losing his rhythm, even if he lost. So, but I, I wouldn't be too much surprised. But it's, I'd still, you know, have that face of being really, really like shocked if he did. You hit the nail Lose. right on the head for me. Even if he lost, he wouldn't lose his rhythm. And the more I think about it, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Joe Coffier is going to win the belt. The more I think about it, the more I think he's going to do it. I don't know why, but literally since the match was announced last month, I fucking love Pete Dunne. Like, I think he is one of the best wrestlers in the entire world right now. And I'm a big fan of Coffee as well. What he can do is amazing. Not quite on Pete Dunne's level, but he's still very, very good in the ring. But the more I think about it, now, the more I think Joe Coffey's going to win. Now, I know he's UK all the way with, you know, stuff, but I, I think this man, if he loses the belt and then, you know, gets his rematch, I... I would not be mad if he just stayed in the like the original NXT and battled for championships there. No. And then get him on because even if he goes to a main roster, I don't think he's gonna lose that much rhythm with how how he is. He's just one of those guys I don't see him losing his like momentum. Just like the Valentine Dream whenever he gets up. That it's just it's just some of those people, you know, it. They he ain't going to lose their their rhythm or anything like that. And I think it's just one of those things for me. But mm. those guys. I mean, I don't know when, but I see Pete Dunne ricochet for the North American belt soon. I could definitely see that. So I can't wait for that. <laughs> I would love that. I'm thinking. Is gonna lose the UK title to Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey, I'd be happy carrying the UK division. He's excellent. And Dunn moves over to NXT to fit in that role and burst Ricochet. That's what I'm thinking. I can very well see that. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. Joe Coffey becoming new United Kingdom champion. Um, I will not, but I would not be surprised. <laughs> so, the last thing that we're going to talk about, the rally literally finished about an hour-ish ago, is AEW All Elite Wrestling. Now, they've just completed a rally announcing some interesting information and, of course, some new talent there as well. So, for anybody that didn't watch it, or anybody that's wanting to catch up, I will just read through all the information first. And then we'll talk about it. So, what do we know so far? Double or Nothing, which is their next big event, like calling was, is happening May the 25th in Vegas at the MGM. A second show is going to be in Jacksonville, Florida, which is where the rally happened. Win and losses will matter. So, that will determine who gets the title opportunities, etc. And this is what I like. There is equal pay for both men and the woman. The talent that is currently announced 
is Cody Rhodes, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Hanman Page, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, Brandy Rose, Britt Breaker, OWE Talent, um, which is like a Chinese wrestling company, MJF, uh, Joe Janela, Penelope Ford, and the two that I'm very interested in, Pac slash Neville, and Chris freaking Jericho is all in at AEW. Now, the biggest thing coming out of this is Pac and Jericho, especially Chris Jericho. So, again, I'm going to go around here. What do you make of Jericho and the other talent on show here, but especially Jericho at All Elite Wrestling? Let's start with Tyler. Um, when I, uh, I looked over stuff and I, you know, overlooked, you know, like I skimmed through and saw a lot of stuff with this before, you know, getting on and doing the podcast and everything. Um, it's interesting because I think I remember Jericho saying something about I'll do stuff in Japan, but I won't do stuff in the United States, you know, unless it's WWE, so this is interesting to me. I want to say he said something like that on the lines. Yeah, I think I remember but, saying that. Yeah, I thought he did, so... This is, like, interesting, because I know he probably did, t- like, talk to Vince about it. I'm pretty sure. Because Vince absolutely loves Jericho. He's always loved Jericho. So... That's really interesting. The equal pay is interesting to me, too. I like it. But I do not want to be that person, but I'm going to be. Just just for a moment. If you got names like, you know, Pac, you know, A.K. Neville, that's really big, and Jericho, compared to some of these women that aren't, I'm not, I don't want to be that person. But I do not think someone should be making the same thing as Jericho. I see where you're coming from. Because Jericho has, my God, the career. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like you said. It's just one of those things that I do not want to be that person. But if we're being real, come on now. Hey, ain't no one should be making money like Jericho or something. Like he said, with, though. With the career he's had. Like he said, though, okay, in the ahead. rally, you know, I think he quoted it as, I'm not here for the money because I've got enough of it already. I'm here to change the world. I'm here to change AEW. And that, to me... And I, I, I get that. I, 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 you know, I heard, I heard that... Um, his statement, like, I, I listened to some of the, you know, the things he said, um, but, you know, not in his point, but as, like, my point of view of that, I know he said it's not about the money, but if you have a big name like him that it has been around the world 20 plus years and stuff, it, it just... I'm glad for the women to be equally paid with the men, but 
I don't think everybody should be equally played because it just it depends. Like, uh, I do not really want to get into this, but no, I know is a good what debate, you're. So <laughs> it's just because I see your point. Wait. You're not being sexist or anything because I clearly see your point where. Someone like Chris Jericho shouldn't be paid the same as someone, say, like Penelope Ford. I completely see your point of that. So it is a very good debate to get into. So if you want to get into it, go for it. Like, I mean, you got Jericho, you got... You know, Neville Pack. I mean, I, I, I'm just going to call him Neville because that's why I know him by, really. Um, they both, like, Neville, he, he's always made a name for himself. We we just know Dodery fucked that up. Um, like, they fucked up other stuff before. Um, people that have made names for themselves that's, like, done it for a while... It's just for me, like I like the women. Like for me, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have to be equal, but I would love for the women to be getting paid more overall in general everywhere around the world, especially West wrestling wise. Um, but it it just. I like them getting paid like that, but it's just something that with the big names compared to the names that might not be as big, it doesn't make sense for me for them to be paid equally if they're not in the, you know, uh, certain role that would be, like, big. Hmm. I, like, I believe in that a little bit, but... But I like how they're getting paid equally, though, still. Luke, what's your opinion on it? I agree with Tyler. Like, I like the whole equality thing, like women being paid just as much as men. But with big names like Chris Jericho, you know, you don't want someone like Rip Breaker, even though she's very talented, being paid just as much as a 20-year veteran like Chris Jericho. Hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not exactly realistic. So, I like it, but it's not realistic. For something like that to happen. And with the future of AEW, like with Jericho and Pac like being in there, like I could definitely see Jericho and Pac going at it for the World Championship. Yeah. And I would love to see that. That'll definitely grab some eyes. Certainly. And with the potential of Kenny Omega. Which we'll get onto in a second. You know, Pac versus Omega, Jericho versus Omega. The possibilities are endless. I'm really looking forward to the future of AEW. Certainly. And I think it honestly could rival WWE. Interesting. I mean, what's, um, what? Go on, Tyler. Uh, you know, I only talked about the equal play, really, but I cannot wait to see them 
do shows and everything. I think this is going to be really, really good. They got Billy Gunn as a producer, which Billy Gunn knows what the hell he's doing. Also, so I I think overall they are really, really going to kill this. And they already got MGM like in Las Vegas, Jacksonville, which today is something that they really did really, really good on. Some of the people that came through the gates, I don't know, I don't know if it was all of it, but most of the money went to that situation that happened in Jacksonville. Yeah. Which that is such a good part on their job. Like I love that so much. Um and I think that just shows their character of everyone that's like in this situation with, you know, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. And even everybody else, you know, like I think that I think they are going to do very, very good and I cannot wait to see what they do. Now we don't know about Kenny Omega yet, but we're gonna to get to him, but but WWE offered a big contract to him, so we'll see. We'll see what, you know, happens. We will by the end of the month. Yes, we will indeed. And I just wanna say I think this is p- the promotion that fans have been wanting. I think it's revolved around, you know, wrestling fans. It's what they wanted for a long time. And I think it's truly what we're going to get. And as Tyler said, I can see it rather in WWE here. They've already, in the first, what, 12, 15 names that they've announced, pulled in Cody Rhodes, Dion Box, who is one of the, if not the best tag team in the world, Chris freaking Jericho and Neville. Like, that to me is insane. And it's only the beginning. So I'm very, very intrigued to see who else is going to get announced and the future of AEW because it is looking very, very bright. But and their first show is in May, right? Yeah, 25th of May. So they still got about four and a half months or, so, or four months. Mm-hmm. So they've got enough time to get even more and more and more people. So I can't wait to see who they announce also. Certainly. I see another rally coming up soon, to be honest. Probably end of February to announce a whole load more, but we'll see. And, yeah, the future is looking very, very bright. The uh, equal pay thing in one way it's a good thing but I do agree with you guys people like Jericho shouldn't be paid the same as you know someone like Brit Breaker I do I do agree with that um, but it is a good thing in the same means we'll have to just wait and see what happens but like they said happy wrestlers equals happy fans so I'm very much looking forward to it but one topic that has been ruling the wrestling world for weeks and weeks and weeks and we can finally talk about it on the podcast, is Mr. Omega himself, Kenny Omega. Now, the reports are going around that he competed in his last New Japan match at Wrestle Kingdom against Tanahashi. May I say, absolutely fucking incredible. And... The reports going around that WWE have offered him a huge time contract. And the rumours were originally, if I'm not mistaken, 
3.5 million dollars I think but for the sounds of it Kenny Omega obviously sent it back as for something else and we haven't heard anything since so question is what is he asked for is he interested is he not is AEW gonna cop him the biggest thing is we will not know until at least January the 31st if not longer because he is not allowed to say anything until then because that is when his New Japan contract runs out. So he's contracted under New Japan Pro Wrestling until January the 31st. The question is where does he go from there and it's time for the debate. Let's go for it. Let's go to Luke. Um, with Omega, I could see him going to WWE or AEW. I think Omega asked for creative control. I personally think he asked for that. Hmm. And I think he deserves creative control. You know, for someone like Omega, he deserves to be treated the way he wants to be treated. Which is a main event star. I mean, I would say personally, he is the best wrestler in the entire world. I completely agree with that. So, two writer deserves it. <laughs> so, yeah, I personally think he has for creative control, and if I were WWE in that position, I would give him it right away. Hmm. Without hesitation. This will but... show, show how much WWE want him. Do they give him it yeah. because they want him that bad? Or do they say, no? And they don't really want him. This yeah, thing. we all know how much Vince hates giving creative control. Unless your name is Brock Lesnar. So... Whether, whether Vince gives him creative control or not, I'm not sure. If I was in Vince's position, yes. <laughs> but... I think I'm more leaning towards Vince not giving career control and Kenny Omega's going to go to AEW. I was going to say, I put out a poll yesterday and I'm going to ask you both this. Firstly, again, we'll stay on with Luke at the moment, where do you want Kenny Omega to go? If you would ask me a day ago, I would say WWE. But now, after seeing... Jericho and Park like get signed to AEW and that's only the beginning who knows what other talent could be signed in the future I think Omega being in AEW would be more interesting than him being in like WWE right now because hmm. not gonna lie even though WWE has offered him 3.5 million I just I just can't trust WWE I just can't trust them. <laughs> like, they've pushed Styles, but I'm not sure if they would give Omega the same treatment or not. If they were smart, they would. But they have proved me wrong in the past. Hmm. So, I don't know. With that, I'm kind of iffy. But I definitely think he's going to AEW. I was going to say, where do you think he's going to end up? AEW. Interesting. Okay, Tyler. Where do you want Kenny Omega to be? 
WWE or AEW or anywhere else, which would be shocking. Uh, I don't <laughs> think anywhere else is going to be an option. I think it's going to be those two uh, options for sure. Um, Where do you want him to end up though? Uh, I like to see, I'd want him to be in WWE to be honest, because I think um, if they're going to give him that big of a deal, they got plans for him no matter what. Like, there, there's there got to be no doubt, because if they're going to give him that big of a deal and not have plans for him, that, that's absolutely stupid, which I don't I don't see that happening. Uh, where I think he'll end up, um... I don't know if money's going to talk more or go with your, you know, good buddies, you know, for their, you know, basically, no company. Um, <sighs> for some more reason, I think he's going to go to WRE. Interesting. Um... I could be very much wrong. I mean, I don't care if I'm wrong because, you know, it's what I think. But, um... Uh, I think he's just wanting... I think he just wants to go to WRE and, you know, he's got good enough, you know, people that he knows there too. So, that's why I think he might just go there. Interesting. Now I've got to ask myself the same questions, haven't I? Um, yep. Where do I want yep. him to go? I've got to go WWE. Like, I've got no choice. As much as I love what AEW are doing right now, WWE has always been the promotion from, you know, it's the only promotion I've known since I was, like, little. And obviously I've branched out since then, but... A lot of people have always said, I wonder what will happen if Omega ever went to WWE. Why not give it a go? Why not try it? Let's see what happens when Omega goes to WWE. And as Tyler said, I don't think Vince McMahon and WWE would offer him $3.5 million, uh, $3 million sorry, if they had no plans whatsoever for him. I think they've got some huge plans for him. Where do I think he'll end up? AEW. I just can't see Omega being that guy saying that. I wish you the very best for AEW. I hope it works out, but I'm going to WWE. I cannot see Omega being that guy. I think he's going to travel along with his buddies. I think he's going to do AEW. And Omega would make AEW up to even the next stepping stone where they need to be in talent-wise. So, yeah, where do I want him to go, WWE? But I think he'll end up in AEW. So, is that everything from you guys? Everything on my end. Luke? Um, I want to say one thing about Neville. Go on then. Um, with him being so underutilized for years, I'm so glad that he's now going to be in AEW and he's going to finally get the main event spot he deserves. Because he was—he's always been one of my favorites ever since his days in NXT. 
So, I'm very excited to see what Neville's going to do in AEW, and I hope he achieves everything he wants to there. We've always, we've always known his talent anyway. That's the big thing. We knew his talent, but WWE didn't capitalise on that. So, yeah, I do agree. I'm thankful that he's finally getting this opportunity to shine. That's all I was going to say. Alright, fantastic. So, if you did enjoy this episode of the Town Nation Podcast, you know what to do, guys. Smash that like button below. Also, make sure to comment down below any topics or questions you have for us in the next edition of the Town Nation Podcast. We will be recording... I'm going to guess Sunday, but we'll see. Things always change and plans always change. And make sure to officially join the nation by subscribing to this channel. And head on over to the Tyler Keller Show for way more uploads from him. He's finally going to get back on the ground with TKW at some point. <laughs> and he's got a few more videos coming out as well. And if you want to see a brand spanking beautiful new vehicle, you'll see that in a few days as well, I'm sure. And also head on over to Sniper Bro 2015 Luke's channel to see Universe Mode, Kingdom Hearts, and so much more from him as well. And some amazing fucking thumbnails. <coughs> but until the next time, guys, we'll catch you all in the next one. Yes, sir.